Welcome to the FinPro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to FinProBusiness.com to receive your free business breakthrough session. Now, here's your host, the -the in-the-trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. What is up, Fit Pros? Welcome to another episode of the Fit Pro Business Podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are here. I know that we're all going through a hard time, but today I've got the luxury of interviewing another in the trenches fitness business owner, and we're going to drop some information on you guys about what the current state of our industry is, what adjustments we've made, and how we're going to process our business moving forward. I want to welcome Max Nazir to the show. Welcome to the show, Max. Andy, man, I'm so glad to be here, man. How are you? I'm doing well. No complaints. You know, shut down of the business, but I had to make some quick adjustments as I'm sure you did as well. Oh yeah. Adjustments all across the board, (laughs) but definitely staying optimistic and um, all of that good stuff concerning my business and moving forward. Oh, absolutely. Now the name of your business is fit to the max and you're in Roswell, Georgia. Yes, sir. Yes, we are in Roswell, Georgia in the beautiful state of Georgia. And how long have you been in business? Oh, well, we've been, do- we've been doing business in Georgia for close to five years now, and um, I've been in the fitness industry for 18, 19 years now. Wow. So lots of experience on your end. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can definitely uh, relate. I've been in business now for 14 years and in personal training uh, and fitness for the last 17 years, so can definitely relate. Wow. Seen a lot of changes yes. over the years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your business model and um, how you, the, the clientele that you service, who your like, prime members are. Yeah, well, the ultimate vision of Fits and Max is for us to be able to provide a, a God-given safe haven for people to reach their potential through fitness and wellness, you know? So... For us, it's about being able to create a safe place where people can really maximize their potential and really explore that fitness and wellness journey. Because what I found is that um, for a lot of people who are in the fitness industry, you know, one way or another, they've had that opportunity to master fitness on their own. And maybe they participated in sport, some type of combat thing like karate or MMA or you know, jujitsu or something like that. Or maybe they were a dancer. So they had that opportunity maybe when they were younger to really explore that. Right. And then as an adult, they can transition to fitness because everyone looked up to them to, for um, advice and tips and things like that. So our typical clients that come to us are people who maybe they had, they never saw that opportunity to master fitness and wellness, and maybe their strengths were in other areas and other fields. So when they come to our place and they're looking for a transformation, it's almost like they're fished out of water. Yeah, yeah. So we want to make sure that they feel comfortable and safe and being able, again, to explore that area in their life of fitness and wellness, you know? Absolutely. So that's pretty much what we do. And we've built our business model and ensuring that we're able to service our clients in the highest level. Um, for some people, it may look like one-on-one. For some folks, it's small group. And then for others, it's large group training. But we try to find a way that we can meet people where they're at and just provide solutions that allow them to progress in their fitness and wellness journey. Yeah, I love that. Same, same here with my business. Predominantly semi-private. Uh, most of my clientele are 50 plus. 
um, just looking to stay active, keep up with their grandkids. And we, we uh, same thing, we meet clients where they're, where they're at. Don't try to push them to uh, where we want them to be, but where, where they're comfortable getting to. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Now, um, I know for you, like myself, where you've been shut down through uh, the government through this COVID-19 for about, I want to say, five weeks now. Um, what were some of the adjustments? One, personally, what was your first reaction to when that, that happened? And then what were some of the quick adjustments you made? Well, you know what? Um, and again, I, I have to be honest because we were able to have the opportunity to see things coming because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're in the state of Georgia and we saw a lot of our um, colleagues in other places and, and they were being shut down. Yeah. So being able to kind of look at it through their lens and seeing what they were doing and the kind of adjustments that, that were necessary, we were able to kind of, I guess, learn from other people's mistakes, but then also see what people were doing right. And we were able to implement that and kind of customize it for our clientele and for our group. So, um, you know, so some, so my first reaction, I guess, was like, okay, well, first was the shock. And then it was like, all right, well, you know, we we should have saw this coming a mile away. It's almost like if the weatherman says it's going to rain, then, (laughs) you know, you have to go outside without not having an umbrella, right? You're going to prepare for it. So so that was kind of like our mindset. It's like, all right, man, it sucks that it's raining, but let's figure out what we can do to get that umbrella out. And what are some of the things you've done to keep your, um, clients engaged, active uh, during this time period? Well, I think what we did as a team was we wanted to make sure that we bumped up our communication as much as possible and just engaging with people. Because I think that when something like this happens, people are unsure and uncertain and people don't feel comfortable when they're unsure and when they're uncertain about things. I think most people, most people can deal with bad news if they know where it's coming from. Yeah. So for us, it wasn't about trying to make sugarcoat anything or trying to make it sound better than it was. We were like, hey, this is the reality of it all. Like, right. this is the situation right now. Um, you know, this is how it's affecting you. This is how it's affecting us. But listen, you know, we have your best interests at heart. Here's how we're going to get through this together. Here's how we're going to deal with it. And just, you know, really stepping up the communication. So first and foremost, um, letting people know what to expect, but then also letting people know that, hey, you know, we need we need their support, but also yeah. we need some flexibility to make decisions that are in your best interest, you know? Right. So if we say, hey, you know what, to this week we're going to do a workshop at this day, at this time, but we felt like it was a better, there was a better opportunity to service you, then we wanted to be able to have that flexibility to be able to service in a better way. So, I mean, one, one of the things I know we were talking off camera, we are talking about being able to pivot. Right. And for us, it's been all about, it's about being able to pivot and to redirect, but then also to communicate in real time as those things are happening. Yeah. And then um, from an engagement standpoint, um, just understanding that, like, you know what? I know you talked about just, you know, being in your house with, with your with your kids. I mean, I have two little ones. Yeah. So everyone's just itching to get out, you know, and, <laughs> right. and, and itching to, and you, you never know what you're missing until you don't have it anymore. And like, exactly. I, I, man, you're in the video right now. I just want to give you a big hug, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> I missed that, in that connection. Right. Absolutely. So and experiencing that, we were just like, all right, well, just sitting down as a team. You know, we have a team that helps that helps out with this. And we were like, what can we do just to engage with people more and just let folks yeah. know that, hey, you know, we're here. Maybe we can't give a high five, but we can high five through the video. Exactly. Maybe, you know, we can't encourage each other in person, but we can do it through social media and through text messages and through phones. So just just figuring out better 
more and creative ways to keep in contact and to engage with our people. And that's kind of been our guiding light and our focus. Yeah, same thing on my end. You know, I've talked about this actually just in my last podcast about showing up. Right now is an important time for you to show up and be present uh, with your existing clientele as well as with your prospective clientele, you know, through providing value um, and being uplifting. And I think once, you know, the death settles from all of this, if you are doing that like you guys are and hopefully other businesses are, they're going to really set themselves up for success once this all the death settles from this. Right. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think more than anything, it's about I, I'm, I'm a big believer of, you know, doing the right thing right now, you know, and, and you know, I think at this point in time, the right thing to do right now is just it's just to take care of people. Yeah. Take care of people. Right. Absolutely. Um, I know you produce a lot of video uh, for, you know, through Facebook, providing value for people. I do. I do the same thing. Um, have have you amplified that or is it pretty much stayed consistent with what you had been doing before? That's a great question. And um, for us, we've, we've amplified it. I mean, everyone is chipping in and doing whatever they can to just to put out more video. And the reason why we want to put out more videos, again, for the for the sake of communication and connection, yeah. you know, uh, people are at home, so people yeah. are hearing a whole bunch of different things from the news, and you know, I'm sure you're on social media as am I, so you know the kind of communic- the things that people are putting out, whether right. it's negative or positive, and we just kind of err on the side of wanting to share positive messages yeah. with people and being inspirational, being motivational and encouraging, you know, and that's kind of like our vision. Our vision is to encourage people and to motivate people. So yeah. we're just as an opportunity to to do it more because if there's ever a time where people need encouragement, motivation, it's right now. So yeah, well, I'm I'm doing the live as often as I can. I mean, yeah. we try to I try to personally do one at least once every day, <laughs> um, and if I miss a day, then I get right back and I do it again. So I'm um, yeah, yeah, we're on more than ever now. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I just think it's important for like business owners not to just bury their head in the sand right now, but to really show up and be present and to add value because now's the opportunity when people are, are spending a lot more time on Facebook, um, you know, looking for some positivity, some encouragement um, that you can get in front of them and they can start to know, like, and trust you. So when, once business rolls around, they're, when they're ready for, you know, to get in shape or to hire a personal trainer, they're going to seek you out. Right, right, right. Now, I know like um, for a lot of brick and mortar personal training businesses like ours, um, I always talk about, you know, having multiple streams of income and being prepared. Uh, I can honestly say like this, like I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, I was I had to make some quick adjustments on the fly to activate my clients and keep them engaged. Uh, You know, we've been fine through this whole thing. But um, now moving forward, I know like I'm going to I've set a lot of things in place right now that are going to set me up for for success if like we have to shut down again um which i thought i had in place but realized very quickly that i didn't have in place so how um is this going to change your business moving forward you know that, that's a great question and i would say how how would this not change anyone's business yeah. you know and i think that's that's the question i would kind of throw back in there Every business is going to change because of this. There's no one business out there right now in the world that's going to stay the same because of what's happening right now. I mean, you even think about gas prices. I don't know what gas prices are doing on your side of the world, but, you know, for us, the gas prices (laughs) are down dramatically. It's it's insane, you know? 
So no, there, there, there are changes. And I think with those changes, you know, you have two schools of thought. You have some folks that say, hey, I wish it would go back to the way that it, that it was before, right? And then you have the other school of thought that says, hey, you know, things are changed. What can I do to reposition ourselves so that way we can, you know, attack the change and embrace it with both arms and figure out a way to create some solutions that people need because, you know, people are still suffering, people have challenges and people need solutions to problems. The problems are a little different now than they were before, but it's up to us as the entrepreneurs of the world to be able to provide those solutions for people, you know? And I really believe in that deep down in my core. Yeah, I know for me, like 70 to 80% of my business is in person. I, I don't know how it, what your stats are for yourself, but now moving forward, I'm really going to focus on creating that online training aspect of my business and get it more balanced um, and definitely offering that as a service to my current um, audience as well as to, you know, there's a worldwide web out there of people that you can inspire and also serve as well. Um, so that's what I'm implementing in my business moving forward, which I think is going to have a huge impact. Oh, yeah, I, I believe that's definitely going to have a huge impact. And I think because of, you know, not only have us as entrepreneurs and as fitness professionals have, have had to pivot, but then also the people we serve, they've had to pivot as well. Right. Because, you know, you have parents right now who are working from home and whether they're tech savvy or not, they had to become tech savvy so that right. way they can get done. And then, um, you know, you have kids that we, you know, we both have kids, right? So, you know, the education piece, right? And being able to understand their studies. Although my kid is four years old. So, I mean, the studies (laughs) are like sight words and ABCs and one, two, threes, right? So, but um, but yeah, you know, if you have teenage children, then yeah, I mean, you know, they may be a little bit more independent. But I think that in between elementary school, it changes, right? They've had to pivot. Oh, yeah, for sure. My uh, teenagers aren't too happy about the schoolwork at home, especially my uh, 16-year-old with her chemistry uh, homework. She's not very pleased right now. <laughs> oh, man, I, I can't wait to get there. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, take your time. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, you know, so, I mean, and, and everybody's dealing with it. Everyone is pivoting. Everyone is trying to navigate this the best way um, that they can, you know. So I, I know for us, again, it's just about being able to meet people where they're at. So, um, a lot of our, a lot of what we're doing right now, how we're servicing people, is through um, online modalities. You know, so we're leveraging Zoom to be able yeah. to deliver workouts um, to people. If folks can't make our typical schedule, then we have the recordings available, and they, they mm-hmm. can go to our live Facebook group, and they're able to access the workouts that way. Because if, yeah. if little Timmy, you work, you're helping him with his homework at five forty, you can't make the workout. That doesn't mean after the homework is done that at seven o'clock or eight o'clock when everybody goes to bed or right. when you wake up early in the morning that you get access to the workout and still stay connected to your tribe and your family that you're supporting and that they're supporting yeah. you as well from a fitness and wellness standpoint. So long answer short to, to really to answer your question, it has changed it. And I think it's changed it for the better because now if someone missed a workout before, then that was it. They had to wait for the, for the next one. Right. Now right. you have the ability more than ever to not have to get in their car. They can just hop on their laptop like you and I are doing, yeah. get, get in a workout, and then get right back to what they're doing. And if they miss it, they can get the, the live recording um, in our private Facebook group page and get access that way and still keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. I think, too, for me uh, personally, a lot of these things I had set in my business but not made them a priority. Um, some of, like, the done-for-you um, 
programs I've been promoting as well as the um, Zoom and FaceTime workouts and text message workouts, email, whichever way client wants to receive their workout, um, have things that I have done, but they weren't a priority in my business. They kind of got pushed to the back burner. Now they've been pushed to the forefront. And moving forward, I'm just going to make them a regular part of my business. And like, I, you know, I think it's important what you said too, is just like communication and accessibility are, are huge right now. Right. And, and I love what you're doing because I, I think that for a lot of people, they do want that, um, you know, done for you type of um, access and that opportunity to be able to have something mapped out and then they're able to get to it when they can. So, I mean, that's really creative on your part. That's awesome. Yeah. Another thing that I did right away, too, is because I know a lot of people want to just keep supporting small business, um, especially small business, service-based businesses that were closed down mandatorily by the government. Um, I put up a gift certificate page right away for people to purchase gift certificates for future use or just to go in and, and, and put, set an amount that they wanted to give to the business. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, we did something kind of like that. I know we were working in concert with um, some of the restaurants because um, for us, we were able to transition um, you know, seamlessly to, to live stream. But not seamlessly. It felt like it was seamless, but yeah, right. it was definitely not on our end. But we were able to get it done. But I know for like restaurants, you know, you, you can't do a live stream eating, right? Like, <laughs> so folks are doing the delivery things. And we were able to establish some some type of gift cards type of programs. So yeah, them, nice. We were able to um, up and leverage our services to help them and just to you know keep our local economy strong because nobody wins when a small business goes out of business. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's just important. Like part of the reason why I do this podcast is just to bring other fitness business owners together. Um, realize we're all in this together. Sometimes as entrepreneurs or fit or business owners, we kind of feel like we're an Island by ourselves and we don't have a community when, when actuality, there's a huge community of fitness business owners, personal trainers that are out there that are willing to share knowledge, willing to provide value uh, to each other and help each other out. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the way I see it on the grand scheme of things, we're all on the same page. Like we, we all want to serve people. We want to help people. We want to make sure that we're doing whatever we can to um, really ab- uh, obliterate o- the obesity rates and, yeah. and help people with their, health, their healthiest and their best life, you know? So it's one of those things where, you know, there are a lot of people who want to help other fitness pros and just really just kind of connect and even mastermind and figure yeah, out ways that we all continue to perfect our craft and be better leaders um, for our teams and for our communities and even for our families. Right. And one of the best things you can do as a business owner is run your business to the best of its ability and service as many people as you can, because that increases the amount of impact that you can have on your community. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like that's, that's the vision that, that that's in my heart is to service as many people as we can, because, you know, you know, you're doing awesome work and you're doing a great thing and you're providing a uh, tremendous value to the community. Right. And I'm just doing the best that I can to serve my community as well. And when you had that conviction and knowing that, Hey, you know, you're all about servicing and you're all about helping people. Then I feel like it's a mandate for us to be able to help as many people as possible in every yeah, way that we can. Our, our duty. Absolutely. And part of that duty is showing up. And providing value for people, letting them know that you actually exist and what you're all about and um, inspiring them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Now, I know you kind of talked about this a little bit before, just about um, being so appreciative. Like, I'm so appreciative, like, now, like, I don't know, not that I took my business for granted, because never have I taken my business for granted, but I think uh, you get comfortable, you know, and I'm right now not being able to see my clients on a regular basis, just how much enjoyment and fulfillment that brought to my life. Not only am I giving to them, but more so they're giving to me um, by just the presence, just their presence and uh, being. And I really miss that. And it's really lit a new fire under me in regards to the things I want to do with my business and the goals that I'm projecting for myself. Has I'm sure it's done the same for you. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that and, you know, you talk about like, you know, lighting the fire. And I know the one thing that, that has been the, um, that has been the effect of the season that we're in right now is that I've been working on and off on a book for a couple of years now. And you know how it is. You get caught up with the daily life mm-hmm. stuff that you have to deal with and you never get around to focusing on what you need to focus on. So for uh, for me and for us, it's about being able to complete this book and get it out. So I'm glad to say now I'm about 75% done with this book that I've been working on. And I really feel like this is going to help a lot of people from a fitness and wellness standpoint, but also from a life perspective. Yeah. And a lot of really realize their hopes and their dreams and their aspirations through fitness and wellness. So again, talk about fire. Yeah, that fire has been, has been lit under me. We're working <laughs> on that book. And we hope to have it ready by the summertime. Awesome. I love, love it. it. Now, I know that Georgia is set to reopen their... Um, fitness uh, facilities on, is it Friday, I believe? Tomorrow, yep. Yeah, so I'm sure you're really excited about that. I hope that California and other places start to follow suit um, very shortly because, you know, honestly, like for my business, I'm sure for yours, you could really um, do social distancing by scheduling, um, you know, for the smaller studios. Uh, I know that I feel like I could have done that and kept my business for clients that wanted to keep coming during this time that were healthy, um, but we you know, unfortunately, the government shut us down. So, and I feel like we are a, uh, an essential business, honestly, for people's well-being and health. Uh, you know, especially when you think of like a donut shop that's still, you know, open, considered essential, or like a fast food place. So, um, I'm not sure what you're taking on on that, but that kind of upset me a little bit. But um, so, anyhow, what's your uh, take on opening back up, and how do you feel about all of the other things that came along with this COVID-19. Right. Well, you know what? I think this is definitely a very polarizing topic. And, um, you know, my stance on it is this only because, you know, everybody has their perspective and their side of where they're coming from. Um, The side that I'm coming from is this. I've had five family members who have um, contracted the coronavirus, including my brother right now, who's actually dealing with it. So, I'm a little sensitive to the whole um, Corona thing. Yeah. I'm excited of the opportunity that the government has allowed us to have where we'll be able to open tomorrow. Yeah. But for us, and I spoke to my team and, you know, I know with my team, they're kind of hesitant to sure. open up because they're concerned about the safety of our clients as well as themselves. Yeah. And then I've spoken also to my clients as well. And it seems like it's like almost like right down the middle in terms yeah, of yeah. You know, some people like, oh, I can't wait to get back in. And then you have the other group that's saying, oh, well, you know, I just want to kind of wait and see. Sure, and, and sure I, yeah. I, 
Caribbean Wells. I want to continue that. So my stance on it has been this. Like, you know, I, I feel like for us, um, we're glad about the opportunity to be able to open tomorrow, but we're, we're not ready yet. You know, we're not ready to open yet. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we speak to enough professionals and experts and that we're making sure that our clients are going to be safe and out of harm's way. I know right. there are a lot of other people um, who are ready and they're prepared yeah. and they put in all different types of, you know, safeties and right. protocols to be able to open up. Uh, for us, we just want to wait a little bit longer. So we're, we're getting everything together. Um, we, we're ordering a new batch of supplies. Mm-hmm. So that way when we are ready, um, yeah. you know, we'll be in a position to really serve our clients at a high level and for them to be able to have peace of mind. You know, one of the things yeah. we know we're going to do without going into all the details you know, people are practicing social distancing. We're six feet. Mm-hmm. We're figuring out a way where we can separate it to about 10 feet, you know? And yeah, again, nice. just for peace of mind, um, yeah, for our for sure. mind, you know, and just figuring out different ways that we can disinfect. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of like our stance. So it's kind of like a, it, 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 it's, it's a mix there. It's a juggling act. Right. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same way too. Uh, you know, I said I'm excited to get open and I think that we are essential, but I do completely understand with, the, the reason to shut down, I don't think that we should have stayed open for safety of our clients uh, and our community. But um, at the same time, like, you know, excited to get back to business, but also want to do it safely and do it properly uh, moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we all know that, like, working out, I mean, it, it leads to long-term health, you right. know. And I, you know, I spoke to my brother, the one that I told you about who mm-hmm. has corona. And, you know, he knows what I do and, 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 and you know, because I've been doing this for, you know, right. for a while now. You know, and the thing that he said is that, uh, this is what he told me. He told me, he said, tell your clients. He said, tell your clients this. And I said, what do you want me to tell them? And he said, tell them to practice their breathing exercises. And I was like, why? You know how corona, how it affects your lungs right, and your lung right. capacity. And, you know, when people contract corona, the thing that they're trying to get them to do is they're trying to get them to walk around and exercise. So... If you have a greater lung capacity prior to and you're able to have, you know, better endurance and a better cardiovascular system, God forbid, if you contract the coronavirus, you're in a better position to deal with it and to beat it and to address it. Right. Absolutely. You know, so that's why he was telling me that there are some specific exercises that you can do that can help you to battle this thing. And that's what he's doing right now. And thank goodness, you know, I spoke to him yesterday morning. He's doing better now oh, than good. he was a week ago. Great. Yeah, I pray he battles through this and, and gets over it for sure. Yeah, man, for sure. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I, I think, too, like you said, your clientele is split down the middle. You know, mine would be as well, especially because I service an older clientele. Even, you know, the week prior to being shut down mandatory, I already I had clients not coming in, you know, um, because of the fear of contracting um, COVID-19. So anyhow, I, I completely um, understand the being split down the middle. I just want to do what's best for my clients and also um, continue to provide service. Right. And part of the delay that we're having is uh, like we're trying to really conceptualize, OK, how do we service both groups? Right. Like how do we service the people that do want to come in yeah. and do it safely? And then the ones who want to kind of hang out for a little bit, how do we service them at home? So for I know for us, we, we just need we just need a little bit of time to yeah. figure that out and sort that out. We will. And, and I mean, we have some plans. Uh, we just, again, want to make sure that we dot every I and cross every T before right. we move forward. 
Yeah, I know for you, you said you kind of anticipated this whole thing uh, kind of coming down the pipeline. For me, uh, I wouldn't say I necessarily didn't anticipate it, but I still had about 24 or 48 hours of uh, um, holy crap uh, moments. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, and I'm not trying to make it seem like, okay, I was, I was able to look into a crystal ball. I mean, you know, again, you kind of see the evidence kind of coming in, but when it still hits, it's still like, oh, snap, like, it's really happening. You think it's going to happen, but yeah. to think it's going to happen versus when it's right at your front doorstep, you actually have to deal with it. It's like a, it's a game changer. It's, it's completely different. <laughs> sure. So, Max, I mean, we've just uh, covered a lot in this uh, interview. You know, for the fitness business owner right now that's struggling, um, it's not sure what steps to take next, what sort of advice uh, would you give them uh, right now to keep to inspire them and to keep them moving forward? Um, that's great. I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can sum it up because there's there's still a lot of opportunities. There's so, still so many things that we can do really to service people and to shine your light and also to really let people know where you stand, right? And to really walk out your vision, whatever your vision is. Um, but I would say first things first, um, leadership is important right now. Yeah, Leadership is very important. And the quote I will, I will reference is that... Um, Choppy seas makes for good sailors, you know? Yeah. So when you have this adversity and you have this difficulty, this is when leadership can be exercised at its finest, you know? So with all of that being said, just make sure that you're leading, leading yourself, leading your team, and being a leader in your community. That's number one. Number two, um, continue to communicate with your clients and listen to what they say because they're going to let you know what they're looking for and where they need help in. Yeah. And help in that space. Right. And then number three, um, just service people, you know, serve any way that you can. And as we're fitness professionals, but maybe <laughs> how we can serve at this point in time is that someone just needs someone to listen to. Yeah. Or maybe someone needs a recommendation as to what they need to do to help their kids during this time or whatever. Right. So just just right. be a friend. Be, be, be someone that's helpful. Be someone that adds value. And, and those are things that I would recommend. And I think that if, if you can do that. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer. If you take care of people, then everything else works out for itself. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. Max, thank you for visiting me and providing value as an in-the-trenches fitness business owner, especially during this difficult time. I hope that this message resonated with you guys and um, continue to service your clients and show up for your community and, uh, and continue to strive to grow your business to the best of its ability. Thanks again, Max. Hey, John. Andy, man, I appreciate it, man. And I know we've been trying to get together to do this for a while. I'm glad we were able to finally make this happen. And I mean, I've been following you for a while and everything that you've been doing, man. And you're awesome in what you do. So I'm just glad I had an opportunity to get on with you, man. And appreciate you so much. Yeah, thanks, Max. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free business building video series.